Launch RGB brings you small business big dreams with Angel Melgosa. Hi, my name is Angel Melgosa. I'm a certified financial planner by trade and the founder of My Life Financial, a financial planning firm focused on helping residents of the Rio Grande Valley get their finances on track. One of my passions is to help small business owners filter through difficult financial decisions in their lives that may be keeping them up at night. So I thought, what better way to help small business owners meet RGV than to start a show that is dedicated to bringing forth the human side of business ownership by exploring their passions, motivations, and the implications that come with being an entrepreneur in the Valley. You're listening to Small Business, Big Dreams in the RGV. Today I have on the show with me, Melissa Gauna of Nutritional Therapy Services. Melissa, welcome to the show. Thank you. So this is officially episode one of Small Business Big Dreams. Melissa, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, yes. So again, my name is Melissa and I'm a nutritional therapist and holistic nutrition consultant. Uh, I've been studying nutrition for over 10 years um, and I moved to the Valley, the Rio Grande Valley a couple of years ago and I'm really liking it here. I have two kids. I'm married, and um, I'm really loving uh, the sun here, <laughs> although it's brutal sometimes. So, Melissa, you say you just moved down to the valley. Uh, what, where are you from? Well, I grew up in a rural Oklahoma uh, and then uh, got married and moved to Atlanta, and I was in Atlanta for about 10 years. And then uh, decided that we wanted to move closer to family and moved moved to the valley. So is your family originally from the valley? No, they're not actually. Wow, okay. <laughs> Nomadic. <laughs> Where are they from? Just a little. They're from Monterrey, Mexico. Oh, that's that's not too far from no, here. No, it's not. <laughs> For those of you who haven't been to Monterrey, it's maybe about a three-hour drive from uh, uh, the Rio Grande Valley, McAllen, Texas. And, it, and they're actually outside of the city. So I like to say Monterrey because Nobody knows the little town, but it's right outside of Monterrey. So you moved from Oklahoma to Atlanta, down to the valley. Uh, you know, tell me a, bit, a little bit about uh, nutritional therapy services. Why did you choose to be a nutritionist to begin with? Right. So I wasn't always into nutrition. I actually decided uh, to pursue nutrition due to personal health issues. I had some serious health issues going on. Um, I was actually... Uh, working in marketing and sales and traveling a bit. And that was really fun. Uh, but my health was deteriorating and I was uh, not feeling so well. Um, going from doctor to doctor uh, and not really getting any results. And so somehow uh, found holistic nutrition and it, it was just amazing how food turned my life around. So, wow, from marketing and sales to nutritional therapy, I mean, that's, that's quite a jump. Were you a, a W-2 employee? Absolutely. You know, the nine to five, <laughs> sitting at a desk. Um, I got to travel a little bit, but still, I uh, was in the office day to day um, and just, again, uh, was looking for something else. 
Uh, and at the same time, my health again was deteriorating. So I, I was looking for something else there too. So for those of you who are not familiar with having such a stressful job, my, my wife, and I always bring my wife up uh, in these situations, she briefly left teaching because it was such a stressful environment. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, when we first moved to the Rio Grande Valley, we sought out a nutritional therapist. And here was Melissa. She had the Grindstone co-working with both uh, our members of the Grindstone. Uh, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, Daniel Rivera was on there. He's the founder of the, the co-working space. Uh, but it, it's amazing how food plays a big role in our lives and how it can just correct a lot of issues. That is true. So t tell us a little bit about the obstacles that you faced when you first started, um, you know, nutritional therapy services. Well, I actually started studying, I was studying nutrition uh, when my kids were really little. So um, I started part-time consulting, uh, just a few clients, and I knew that I wanted to reach more people. And so the obstacle for me was how do I, uh, you know, the marketing side of it, how do I reach more people? How do I connect with more people um, to get my message across that, you know, that foods can heal rather than um, focusing on pharmaceuticals, which have their place absolutely um, in the health industry. But um, that was my obstacle was trying to reach more people. From the marketing aspect, but uh, from a personal aspect in your life, switching from a, a marketing over to nutritional therapist, uh, how did it affect you personally, financially, emotionally, uh, the job change going from a nine to five, if you will, uh, to pretty much your own boss? Well, again, I had already, when I started studying nutrition, um, I, you know, was, was having my kids and I had already decided that I wanted to stay at home for at least the first few years. Um, so I did leave the nine to five because I knew I wanted to pursue something else. I just wasn't cut out for nine to five. Um, I just, I wanted to create, I, I, I just wasn't cut out for that. Um, and so when I was studying and it just fit right in, I mean, I knew that I wanted to do something on my own, uh, to help people. And so, you know, being a stay at home mom, I knew that as my kids got older, that I would be able to transition into, uh, going from a part-time job, you know, to a full-time where I could see more clients. Right. Right. On. And I think that's one of the, the glamorous uh, aspects of being your own boss is having the, the flexible schedule. I don't have any kids just yet. I have two Cocker Spaniels, uh, uh, Charlie and Sammy. If you follow me anytime on, on Facebook, you, you'll see a couple of pictures of them. But, you know, I have the, the flexibility to be able to hang out with them and uh, help my wife out with small little things that she can't go home for because she, you know, she traditionally has a nine to five gig. So you would say the same thing in terms of scheduling. That's a big part of why maybe you just went uh, on and about your own. Exactly. The scheduling, being able to see clients on my terms, pick out, uh, choose when I could see clients so that I could also make time for, uh, you know, other things that I feel are priorities, uh, like going to the gym and working out and things like that, that perhaps nine to five, you can fit it in, but with kids, it just makes it a lot more difficult. 
Um, so the scheduling, but also uh, I could tap into that creativity or the um, part of the brain that always wants to create. When you're working nine to five, you kind of have to do, um, you, you, I don't think you have a lot of creative uh, juices. No, creative, creative, creative uh, freedom. You don't have a lot of creative freedom. Gotcha. So for me, uh, I've always, I, I, I love to write, I love to read, and I love to create things. So that for me was a big part of it was that if I worked for myself, that I could create my own programs rather than um, teaching something that somebody else created. And I think that's a very big aspect as to why a lot of us uh, go into business for ourselves, uh, even though there are a lot of nutritional therapists in my industry, a lot of financial planners, a lot of people go into business because nobody's going to do nutritional therapy the same way that you do. No one's going to do planning the same way that I do and leaving a footprint, your footprint, personal footprint on somebody's life can make a, such a big difference. Now, you, you did touch on something that I was talking to my wife the other day. Uh, I was telling her how creative I've gotten ever since uh, I started My Life Financial and I started writing and I started doing videos. Um, and after speaking to you, you currently are going through a rebranding phase? That's right. I recently went through a rebranding phase. Um, and so that's one of the things that I wish somebody would have told me uh, starting out in business is sometimes you get really ahead of yourself trying to create the logo and the brand and, you know, and I would say, you know, kind of hold off, <laughs> give yourself enough time. Don't spend so much money on the logo because you change your business changes. And I would say just wait a little bit until you're a little bit more sure that you have a little bit more experience and you really know what you're about, what your business is about, and then you can focus on the rebranding. But in the beginning, don't spend so much money on an expensive logo and rebranding because I've, I've been through those. So I've currently been thinking about not rebranding, but maybe getting a hold of my brand and you hired a business coach. Uh, tell, you know, tell our listeners a little bit about working with the business coach and why you sought him out. I mean, what kind of gave you the idea of, Hey, I need to hire a business coach. Right. So I knew it was always in the back of my mind for the last few years that I wanted to work with a business coach or business mentor just because I needed help focusing. Because with nutrition and the nutrition industry, there's so many directions that you can go. Right. Um, and so I needed a little bit of help kind of focusing on, on direction. I needed clarity and focus. And so that's why I decided to reach out to a business coach. Well, I mean, and that's something that I have a hard time doing. I've been in business for a year. Uh, you know, and normally what I do is I take a walk in the evening to try to clear my mind. Uh, but the creative side of me takes over and that's when I start writing. That's when I start thinking of different things. And I can get you in trouble because if you go a million directions, you're never going to go forward in one direction. So what, what is it, what creative outlets do you have? Well, so I, I love reading. Um, so I love to read. And again, I love to write, uh, but uh, more journaling. Uh, I'm trying to get more into the blogging business side, but I like journaling 
and I like the mind mapping. Mind you, mapping. Have you heard of mind mapping? I like to really, mind mapping is a really great way to get all your thoughts, ideas on paper where you can see them. And uh, it's, it's, it provides a great visual for, I, I would say, strategic planning. So it, it sounds like you're a very visual person. Uh, and a business coach, I think, for a visual person, do you do a lot of mind mapping with your business coach? Does he or she ask you to uh, mind map any goals or any things that you want to do with, uh, with your business? Absolutely. Mind mapping, you know, on things, ways to expand my business, what uh, ideas on, on how to grow, uh, ways to reach more clients, like, you know, either podcasting or videos or blogging, all these different ways of trying to reach your clients, your potential clients, what mind mapping helps you with. Okay. And so I guess, you know, so we can know a little bit more about your business. Also, tell our, our listeners if they're going to see you, what are they going to expect uh, from soup to nuts? What does it look like? I come in through your door. Go ahead and tell us what does that, that process look like? Well, the process uh, starts with a free initial consultation, which I struggled with that because I was getting business advice that maybe I needed to charge for that. But I felt really, really strongly that the first consultation needed to be uh, complimentary was because I'm not sure if I want to work with that person. So, um, I first want to set, you know, sit down with that person and, and talk to them about what their goals and expectations are, you know, and I want to make it clear and be very honest, uh, you know, as to whether I can help them or not. Sure, sure. And so the free consultation, we talk about what, the, what they want to work on, what their goals are. And if I feel like I can help them, then we move forward. I explain to them how my program works the steps that I take them through and uh, discuss that. And if they're ready to come on board, then, you know, there's paperwork and questionnaires and things like that. But then we schedule out their sessions. I usually work in packages. And um, that was one of the things that my business coach helped me is to really focus on my niche or niche, <laughs> however <laughs> way you say it. So right now I've decided that I only want to work with a certain group of people uh, with autoimmune disorders because that's, what I personally have experience with helping okay. those people. Um, and so I did, my business coach helped me develop uh, my signature system, my program that directly helps them with um, those things, the autoimmune disorders. Um, and then we schedule out the sessions for three months, six months. Every couple of weeks we meet and um, and we just go from there. So typically, what kind of package do you see your clients signing up for? Well, because of the autoimmune disorder and how complex it is, it, I explain to them and we go over and that they understand fully that it takes time to heal, that it's not, you know, from one day to the next, it's not overnight, that changes will come with time, but they'll slowly start seeing results. And so a package includes a series, you know, six months, it'll be, you know, 12 sessions bi-weekly um, where they get homework and we, you know, give them stuff to work on. And then we follow up and we tweak the program, diet, supplements, things like that, that we see necessary. And that's about it without getting too, too detailed. Too detailed. <laughs> sure. And, you know, bouncing off, with, you know, of uh, having a business coach, uh, and I'm sure you've probably spoken to your business coach about these things. What are some of the goals that you've set out to accomplish recently for your business? 
uh, more than anything is um, really putting content out there to, again, reach uh, more potential clients um, so that they know that I'm focusing on this area of nutritional therapy. Uh, so really getting content. Um, so I'm focusing on the blogging and the writing, um, uh, some short videos and possibly, um, you know, some other things that can help me do that. Uh, social media ads, things like that. What about on the personal side? How would you like your business to help supplement your personal life? My business? Well, my business helps me in the fact that I set out to do this work to help people, right? And building personal relationships is very, very important to me. And so uh, it helps that side of it too. The, the fact that I'm a people person, that I, I, I like to work with people and I like to uh, relate. Well, you know, aside from the sense of fulfillment that you get when you help people, uh, and you help my wife a lot, by the way. Uh, we are currently in a diet program and we are competing against each other to lose weight. But in your personal life, um, how has your business helped you? And what kind of goals do you have personally? Personally, my business has helped me, I guess, more of the uh, creative side. What kind of goals do you wish to achieve personally? More travel, more time with your son, time with your husband. Right. I want, so basically what every entrepreneur wants, uh, is more free time to, you know, travel, spend time with kids, um, those type of things. And I feel like my business allows me or can allow me to do those things. Uh, do you ever see yourself, uh, hiring other nutritionists under yourself and really being more of a business owner versus the consultant? That is something absolutely in the future, not at the moment, but in the future when I get my program, um, rolling, <laughs> get it rolling and perfected. Okay. All right. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Perfect now. But <laughs> so everyone that I know that's in business has a reason why they went into business and why they continue to, to really grind it out because this is this is not for the faint of heart what's your why why i do it is again i i've gone through some of i went through this health issue right the autoimmune disorder and how absolutely hopeless i felt at some time at some point because i was told there was nothing else nothing that i could do and so i remember that hopelessness and the frustration of not finding answers or help. And so that's my why. I want people to know that that doesn't have to be their situation, that you, that there's a way to get help and that, you know, you can do that through food. Food can do so much healing um, if you let it. Yes. And I agree completely. Uh, I've recently gone through uh, some changes as well, trying to lose some weight. Uh, I've haven't gone vegan, vegetarian, as I've seen a lot of people wanting me to go, but I have uh, reduced the amount of meat that I've eaten, uh, controlled my portions, uh, thanks to Melissa, of course, <laughs> and I hope to win the, the weight loss challenge I have with my wife, winner gets a shot in the Even though I know she's probably gonna, gonna be the winner by default, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, 
you know, let, let's, uh, this is my favorite question of this interview is, if you can give some advice to your younger self or any business owner in the RGV, what would it be? Is to not be so hard on yourself, that you're going to make mistakes and that it's okay because you learn from them. And that a lot of this, you know, the business is trial and error. You won't get it right the first time and that's okay. And so I, I used to be really hard on myself and I've learned to be a little more, um, compassionate <laughs> with myself. And so that's what I would, that's what I would say. All right. Well, you heard it here, guys. This is Melissa Gauna, Nutritional Therapy Services. You can find her at Melissa Gauna in tp.com. Thank you. <laughs> Small Business Big Dreams is brought to you by Grindstone Coworking, the RGV's first shared office community for mobile workers and small businesses. And there you have it, folks. You listen to another episode of Small Business Big Dreams in the RGV. To hear more stories from local business owners of the Rio Grande Valley and see what it takes to run your own business, tune into our next episode of Small Business Big Dreams. I am your host, Angel Mendoza, signing off. If you want more podcasts like Angel's, follow us on all social media at LaunchRGV.